Here, let's get going because we got something. God's got something good for you. How many of you came expecting? Yes. You know, we, we, if you were here last week, you know, we were talking about how God wants you full. And, you know, we've never really done an in-depth teaching on biblical prosperity because it's been, you know, a lot of people, when you say that, people autom- automatically go into thinking about money and prosperity. That is, a, that is a, an aspect of it, but it's not just money. But because it's been mistaught and it's been abused in the past that uh, a lot of churches have pulled back from teaching on it. And guys, it does you guys an injustice because if you don't understand biblical prosperity and how to walk in it and how it to walk in your life, then you don't walk in the fullness of everything that you need to be walking in. So we're going we're gonna to be, we're gonna be going, we're going to be covering those things. And we started last week on, about just explaining that God wants you to walk in his abundance, right? It's not just money, his provision, which is everything from, from just the restoration in your life all the way down to, and it does include provision, which does include money, right? So I don't know about you, but I got up, I, when, as I was preparing this, man, I, I got really excited, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, you guys know sometimes I can get passionate about that. You know, if this is your first time here, I'm not always a passionate and, and I'm never up here running and jumping or anything like that. But I, I can, I love the passion translation and I love to share the passion translation. Amen. So one other thing that really jumped into my heart this week was just how blessed I am. Amen. I am blessed. Yes. Thank you for your enthusiasm yeah. there. Because let me tell you something. If I am blessed, you are blessed, right? right? And it doesn't have anything to do because you know me or you're at my church. or anything. You're blessed because the Word of God says you're blessed, right? So everybody say, I am blessed. I am blessed. That's good. You need to, listen, you need, if you're going to walk in God's abundance and His provision, right, then you need to understand. You've got to see yourself as blessed. I mean, God's Word, Ephesians 1, 3, tells us that He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. And that's just, that's just one, one scripture. So if his word says you're blessed, you may be sitting here and you may be saying, well, I don't feel blessed, Pastor. Right? You're, that means your focus is so, so on the circumstances that are around you, right? And we're called to live a life of faith. And living by faith means that you don't walk by sight. In other words, you don't walk by what you see. You walk by what you believe, which is God's word. And God's word just says you're blessed. So if you're sitting there and you don't feel blessed, listen, maybe you need to declare it. Talk about confession now. We're going to get into some understanding what your confession is and how important that is today, right? But you need to confess that you're blessed. Why? Because you're calling those things that be not as though they were, just like God did in Romans 4.17 when he spoke to Abraham and he said, I have made you the father of many nations, but yet nothing had changed, nothing had happened. God, God spoke it into existence. He was calling it as, it's, as it was going to be, even though it wasn't. That's what faith does. Faith calls it into existence. Faith speaks the answer, not the problem. And then it manifests as a result. Amen. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. You got to learn to declare things over your life. And we're going to get into that here in just a minute because this is, this is so important, guys. So many people are so hung up in just simply speaking all the negative things around them. And sometimes it's just trying to make conversation. Sometimes it's just because they feel like they need to have something to say. And, and sometimes it's just because of a lack of knowledge. They don't know that they don't need to be doing that. Right? Amen. But anyway, it's good news. If you don't feel blessed, claim it by faith. Declare it by faith. Right? Because we have got to get to a place where we see ourselves as God sees us. Because he wants you blessed. 
You're going to hear that a lot today. He wants you blessed. Why does he want you blessed? So you can have a fat bank account, so you can have a big house, big, lots of cars. Listen, I'm not, not speaking against those things, but that's not your heart. It shouldn't be your heart, right? Those things come when you have the right heart to sow into the kingdom of God and to give into what he's doing because he's establishing his kingdom on this earth. And when your heart is connected with him and you're, you're fulfilling that vision that he has for the earth and you're playing your part, glory to God, he'll meet the desires of your heart. And let me just tell you something. People get hung up on people that have nice things. That's okay. Enjoy your nice things. And some people are just as happy with not so nice things. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I, don't, I don't have to have nicer things. I'm okay. I'm just comfortable. I'm a simple person, right? But that doesn't mean that we're any different. Because let me tell you something. There's nothing in Scripture that says we're all going to have the same things, right? Some people have nice things because God gifted them with very good business minds, and they have a lot of potential to make money. And as they're sowing that money into the kingdom of God, he blesses the desires of their hearts. And they end up with big houses. And, they end, and that's all great as long as their heart stays pure. Amen. Very important, guys. How many, how many of you want a testimony? Let me share you something. Oh, one person. Okay, I'm going to talk to Jordan here. Right? <laughs> Testimonies are important. <laughs> I got this last Sunday. Now, I didn't get permission to use this person, his name. But this was after, it was about... Uh, a little while after, after we had had lunch, and uh, uh, I got this text. You know, testimonies are good. He says, "Hi, Pastor Allen. Uh, uh, watched your sermon today on the website. I just want to thank you so much for bringing the word. It really hit the spot. And I want you to hear this person's heart. And I know this person. And you, some of you guys know them, them too. He says, thank you for bringing the word. It really hit the spot." As I've been praying for increased income in order to be able to give more for the past couple years. Listen to this person's heart now. Now, I know them. They have a very lucrative income. Very comfortable. See, so most people get to that place where they're making good money and they're very, they, they're kind of, they, they went to college, got this degree, and they're, 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 ma- they're in their field and they're making all their money. And sometimes they just quit. I've arrived, you know. But no, his heart is connected with God and he's wanting to give more into the kingdom, right? And he goes on. He goes, I've been believing God for increased income to give more. And he says, I had a job offer come out of nowhere a couple months ago and decided to take the opportunity. See, he, he decided to take that step of faith and he had peace about it and he decided to take it on. And I am happy to tell you that my income has now increased over 50%. Wow. Woo! Glory to God. In the last 12 months, thought you would want to hear that testimony. Love you guys. Glory to God. Woo! God wants you full. Just because you may be up here making it, don't stop. You have potential to do more and great things. If you're, listen, let me tell you something. If you work off commission and you're making good money, don't see yourself stuck there. See yourself with more because if you've got the right heart to sow into the kingdom, you're unstoppable. And we need the body of Christ stepping into this. We do because there's, I mean, I shared the testimony last week of the young man that I was witnessing to. He was like, why should I come work for you? And I can go over here and do the the, the things of the world. And of course, specifically, he was talking about drugs and selling drugs. He said, I can make more money than you make in a whole year. And I can do that in three weeks time. Now, how do you argue that? Now, he don't know anything about Jesus. And he's just thinking natural terms, you know. 
Well, we need to be, as, the body of Christ needs to be as inviting to the world. Come on, all the way around. Not just spiritually, not just scripturally, but also we need to be, uh, we need to have an abundance to attract people to us, right? And it is scriptural. Amen? It is scriptural. Now, because God wants every one of his children blessed to be a blessing. Now, I know, and I've shared this last week when I got into this, it's been, you know, finances has been mistaught many, 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 many times. And, you know, and that's why so many people don't teach on it. So I'm, we're going to get it right, right? I want you to understand. And, and guys, it's, 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 it's never about me getting money from you. You know, you, you guys know my heart. We don't do that. We don't do that. That's not, that's not, that's not. All I need to do is to teach you the truth of the word, right? So that you can walk in that truth and then be led by the spirit and then God will lead you whether or not to give into this church. I don't have to pull emotional strings, right? Amen. So as long as I do those things, if God leads you to give here, but if he leads you to give somewhere else outside of your tithe, now your tithe belongs to the long, local church. But if God leads you to give somewhere else, then you sow that seed somewhere else. You do how God leads you spiritually. Amen. Because he wants you to be blessed, right? Now, everybody say this. I am blessed, and I am highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. I told Lourdes, I said, you're going to love this one right here. You're going to love this message right here. Because, you know, if you get around Lourdes any time, she's going to tell you. I am blessed, and I am highly favored. I am blessed, and I am... Now, if you've been around here for any length of time, you've probably heard me. And this is the direction we're going today. God wants you to walk in his prosperity. He wants you blessed to be a blessing. But he wants you also to understand favor. His favor, yes. all right? And this is, this is where we're going to go with this, right? And if you've been around here, you hear me in prayer when I'm praying for somebody and we're sending somebody out to go into their next phase or whatever God's calling them to do, I always pray for God's favor to be on their life, right? And, and, and there's a lot of people that don't, they don't really understand what that means, right? So we're going to, this is actually going to be a series, right? Because there's no way that we can get all this in in one, in one, in, in one, uh, one, one, one week, right? And when I was putting this, preparing this, started last week, and you got to remember, it's so cool to watch God. You know, none of my messages aren't pre, pre-planned. You know, I, as a matter of fact, Saturday is my day to finalize it. I mean, it's sometimes she can come to me on Saturday at lunchtime. It's like, do you have a title yet? Because she doesn't really know. And, that, and that, those cases happen where God is really twisting me in a different direction. And take, that, that's, that's how closely we run sometimes here. In other words, I'm not preparing these things way out, you know, to, just to have a list of sermons to get up here and speak to you about. I am intentional about getting before God and speaking what he wants you to hear. Amen. Right? That's my job. Right? I know there are a lot of ministers that have them prepared a year in advance. And I, it's kind of hard for me to, you know, I, I don't argue with them. That I have, some of them have very large churches. And, but it's, for, for me, my, my view on that is where's the Holy Spirit? And, you're, you know, what if he leads you to change at the last minute? So, but anyway, but as I was preparing this, and, and it's so cool to watch how all of our messages tie, if you go back and listen to them. But God, he clearly put favor in my heart. Now, I wasn't really sure. And, you know, I don't react quickly. I always, t- when God drops something on my heart, I don't just, you know, I don't take those sudden emotional responses. You shouldn't either. I'll take it. And if he doesn't give me really clarity on it yet, I hold on to it. I put it on the shelf in my office. Oh, it's like, a, not really, but I, I say, I put it over there. All right, God, when time's right, show me what you're talking about. Show me what I need to know. 
and it went on. And, and after we, we did last week's message this week, he finally, I woke up. I couldn't sleep the other night and I woke up and, you know, when I can't sleep, I know God's trying to tell me something. I'm sitting there in the bed in the dark, you know, the dog's laying there and I'm just staring at the ceiling, you know, all right, what is it, you know, praying in the spirit and just listening. And he, and finally it just rose up in my spirit and he told me this. He said, he said, my people aren't walking in my blessings for a lack of understanding my favor, right? My people aren't walking in my blessings for a lack of understanding my favor, all right? Now, we're going to fix that. Amen. Amen. You need to understand God wants his favor in your life operating, right? Amen. Most people don't even understand what that means. Don't even have any, a clue what that, even, what, what, that even, what that even is. But we're going to take care of that, right? Because I'm going to tell you something. When you get, if, you, if you don't get anything out of today's message, I want you to understand that God's favor will produce valuable things in your life. And if it's going to produce, by, and I'm talking about money, don't turn everything into money, even though his favor on your life will produce wealth. And we won't get into that this week. We'll get into that next week. I'll show you that in scripture. But it will produce financially, right? That's what favor does. You know, if I do you a favor, what does it do? It helps you out, right? And that's what God's favor does. It helps you out. And it can be in relationships. It can be at work. It can be, his favor can be in many, 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 many ways, right? But the point is, is if it's going to provide valuable things for you, you need to understand it. But not only understand it, you need to walk in it, right? Come on, it's very important. A lot of people have got knowledge of the scripture. They understand the scripture, but they don't walk in it because they don't take a step up. They don't move. They think that just understanding it's enough. But we're called to live a life of faith, which means we got to walk it out. Right? And if you don't take that step, no change happens. Just a thought, just insight right there. Right? So we're going to take care of that. And I, t- I titled this message, I don't know if he's got that, but uh, uh, Surrounded with Favor. Surrounded this favor. I know some of you haven't heard anything I said because I didn't give a title right at the beginning. I apologize. Right? You know, you, you OCD people, you're like, give me the title. Come on. I, I seriously used to know a young lady like that. And, well, I won't get into that. I don't have time. Anyway, bless her heart. All right, so well, all right, so that we're gonna. This is gonna be a series, and and guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna rush this. Uh, some Sundays I try to really get a lot in on a Sunday, and sometimes, uh, you know, I, I, some things I don't. Sometimes I don't get everything that in there, and then I have to rely on the Holy Spirit to give you revelation. And so we're gonna take this time. We're gonna take take this slowly. I can't tell you how long this series is going to be. We're going to go till we get to the end of it, but there's a lot to be talking about here. We're going to be talking about God's favor. We're going to be talking about the benefits of God's favor. We're going to be talking about how to increase his favor in your life. We're going to be talking about all of these things, right? Including money side of that, right? So, and remember, it's not about me trying to get money from you. It's about me trying to get money to you. Because when you connect with God's systems, guys, mm, I'm going to tell you. You know, the biggest mistake that people make, I'm talking about human beings, is that we try to do everything in our own strength. When a problem arises, we try to fix it. When a problem, when something happens with somebody else, you know, we, try to, we, we try to do it all in our own strength. And sometimes we're able to do it, and most of the times we're not. And, and then we end up, when we can't do it in our own strength, we try to go to our family or we try to go to a friend. We're still trying to do it in natural means. And if we'll just grasp the revelation, guys, that when you bring God into the equation, ooh, when you bring him in, guys, it makes it so much easier, especially when you understand his favor. And when you, oper- <laughs> and when you understand his favor operating in your life, ooh, glory to God, it'll change things in your situation, right? All right? All right, so 
God wants you to be blessed, right? Yes. Oh, boy, thank you for your enthusiasm there. All right. Psalms 5 and verse 12. So this, I want you to write this scripture down. This is just one keynote verse that we're going to use here. And I'm going to tell you something. This is a, it's a short, but it's very powerful. It says, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. Who's the righteous? Two people. All of us are the righteous. Remember a few weeks ago, we did the message on righteousness and understanding. You've got to understand what happened. When you, when, when, when Jesus, when you accepted Jesus as the Lord in Christ and the, and what Jesus did for you, he made you righteous. And I'm going to tell you, and he goes on right here. He says, not, it says he will bless the righteous. Well, we're blessed because we're righteous, right? But he goes on and he says, he's going to bless you with favor. Everybody say favor. favor. You will surround him as with a shield. That, guys, if you're a born-again child of God, this verse is talking to you. You need to grab hold of it. You need to put it on your mirror. You need to put it on, I don't care where you put it, on your, your phone, for your, your screensaver, whatever you call it now. And it just, you need to put this before your eyes, guys. And you need to begin to confess it over your life. Because when God's favor is operating in your life, guys, it's a shield to protect you from this earth. It's it's a shield not, to, to protect you from the enemy. Yes. All right? Come on, guys. You got, you got to get this. And, and remember, it goes back to 2 Corinthians 5.21 where he says that, 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 that the, we've been made right. You know, and we've got to drive that home, guys. You've got to understand what righteousness means. It means that the blood that Jesus, that he shed on that cross, it made us right. It put us back in right standing with God. And as a result, guys, there, there was a barrier and it was a separation that, that, that existed because of sin. But when Jesus did this, did, shed his blood, went on, died on the cross, come on, and then went to heaven... When he did all of that, come on, all of that barrier is done away with. It's gone. And as a result, each one of us, every single one of us can go to God with our request. Now, we're going to be talking about confession here in a minute. Your confession is so valuable, guys. You see, most people think going to God with your, with your request is just in prayer. That's just one aspect of it. Your confession, he's listening to every word you speak. Be very careful, and I'm preaching to myself because I get caught up in this sometimes. Most of us do, you know. And, 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 but you got to be careful. You got to find that balance. Don't be speaking the negative things. Don't speak those things over your life. It, you're not you're not acting like they don't exist, right? You deal with them all you can in the natural, and then you lean completely on God and His Word and His principles and precepts in His Word, and then you apply that glory to God, and you will let and you call those things that be not as though they were expecting change to happen in your life. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Everybody say, I'm righteous. I'm righteous. You're confessing some things, guys. This yeah. is good. You're declaring some things. I declare things over my life all through the day. People I know get look at me funny when I go to the to, to where, I don't know, different stores or whatever. Sometimes I'm walking around and I'll get a phone call or a text from, or, uh, from somebody that's, uh, that, where there's an issue on the job or an issue with this, an issue with that. And sometimes, you know, I've got flesh just like you. It gets a little aggravating. And I'll get a little frustrated. And I can feel that flesh starting to bubble. Y'all know what I mean? Y'all ever get there? Come on. Y'all don't get angry? Man, Lord. Uh, what church do y'all go to? I want to go there, you know? Right? But when, it, when that starts happening, I have to respond. You don't have to, but it feels better. 
right? Sometimes I want to punch the wall. But a lot of times I put that phone down and I start declaring, I am blessed. I walk in the favor of God. I, will have, I am a child of God made righteous. I will walk in his goodness. I will walk in that blessing. And these, this situation will work itself out. What am I doing? I'm confessing by faith what I want to happen in my life. Right? Or I could just go around and, say, and start talking about that situation or start talking about that person. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Speaking the problem. Nothing's going to change, right? Other than me and him may get in a fight. So, amen. Glory to God. Listen, so, uh, so you, uh, the blood of Jesus has made you righteous. So, guys, when the Bible declares that, you, that he will bless the righteousness with favor, he's talking to you. He's talking to us. He's going to bless you with favor. What does that mean? Ah, we'll get there in a minute. <laughs> right, he wants to bless you. It means you, right? And so, everybody say, I'm blessed and highly favored. We're, we're confessing. We're confessing. Why? Because some of you are doing this by faith because you, you ain't, you don't, you're not feeling blessed and highly favored. You may be going through hell or high water right now at home. And you need for his favor to be operating in your life. And you're going to understand here in a minute how you make that happen, right? Very important. Now, the definition of favor is just simply, uh, I think Google... Ologist told me that it says like a friendly regard shown toward another, especially by a superior, approving consideration or attention, blah, 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 blah. So let's paraphrase that. To be favored means that you are regarded or treated with favor. You're provided with advantages. Come on, how many of you want to be provided with advantages? All right, you're provided with special privileges. How many want special privileges operating in your life? Come on, you need to learn to declare and confess God's favor on your life, right? Come on, I'm going to tell you, when you, we've been doing this for years. And when I first got a hold of this, I thought this was the craziest something. But we would not be here today if we, did not do, if we had not learned this, this principle, amen? And just think about that. God wants to give you special privileges. And I'm going to tell you, the favor of God, it will call, when it operates in your life, guys, it'll cause people to go out of their way to bless you, and they won't even know why. They won't even want to, just like I was sharing the testimony last week about the guy that came up to, to, to fill up my, my truck, you know, and, and I, whenever I find gas at a good price, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tank up here because I work up on the lake and, and, you know, up there gas is like $5 a gallon, you know, and so it was so funny. You know, he, he came up wanting to do it, and I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I'm not going to say no. You know, most people would say, no, you know, you, you. but you got to learn to accept a gift. You see, he's sowing seed, and he was expecting a return, not from me, because he's sowing into the kingdom of God. And if I'd have said no, I would have robbed him of a blessing. So I wasn't going to do that. And I said, sure, you know, we had conversation, you know, and, and, and you know, found out he was already saved. And I, I knew that because I understood what he was doing. And, 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 uh, and so he, he felt bad. I had three quarters of a tank and I was just topping off because it was cheap. And, and he filled it up and it took like $13 to fill up. And he said, well, that's not enough. He said, can I buy you something to drink, you know? And he took me inside. And, you know, that's God's favor yeah. operating in my life. Hallelujah. But you see, I've learned to expect it. And I've come to a place where I expect it. Right? I don't walk around talking poor, pitiful me, this, that, and the other. And you guys know it's not about getting big stuff. Y'all see my little 2005 Chevy Colorado. I like my Colorado. Right? I'm ready for another one, but that's okay. It's coming. I'm declaring it in Jesus' name. Another, another trunk's coming, right? Glory to God. It's not about that. It's about understanding that I'm blessed. God wants me blessed. And God's going to bless you with the desires of your heart. 
Come on, as long as you're connected with him. Now, your desires may be a brand new whatever, whatever, whatever. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. You know? There's nothing, don't, don't get hung up in church uh, uh, condemning people for being blessed. And there's a big problem with that. They, people come on to these big ministers for having a big church. They come on to these big ministers for having airplanes. And, and listen, whether or not they're abusing that money, that's between them and God, which I don't think they are, right? It's because they have the faith for that, and they understand these principles. They have God's favor operating in their ministry. They have all of these things lining up, and when you do, guys, God's hand will operate through you, whether you're a minister, whether you're a business owner. Oh, glory. He blessed us so much with our business. Oh, my gosh. Our first business. And he continues to do that today because we declare the favor of God to operate in our life. Amen. You know, it's so funny. I was, somebody was telling me, and we saw this when we were, when God was preparing us to go to Ukraine. You know, we had three weeks to raise 30, we needed $30,000. Three weeks to raise it and to go to Ukraine to make this trip. How long ago was that? Two months ago? Something like two months ago. And, you know, most of the people on the team didn't have money saved up. They didn't have opportunity. They hadn't already put in, to, you know, they had to get off work. They had to raise the money. And when we would share with them, this is going to be your part. This is what you need to raise to go. And most of them would look at you like, oh, my gosh. You know, and, and, and you know, and, and, and you'd even hear, and I'm not criticizing them. They were learning something here. They were learning something. God was showing this church something through this. So you'll hear me refer, refer back to that a lot because I'm going to tell you, we all know the end story. After three weeks came up, not only did we have 30, we had 40, was it 43,000? 42,000 come in. Guys, we were able to bless not only the organization we went there to bless, who he sent us to bless, we were able to bless other organizations. In the, we, had to, we got to bless one that was feeding the refugees. and just I mean, Guys, and it wasn't us. It was God doing this. Amen. And, and, but, but through that process, you would see a lot of the people, they were, when you would tell them that amount, they were like, I don't know anybody that can write that check, you know? And listen, and then they had to come to the realization, it's not about knowing anybody. God knows somebody. If you just take the step of faith, God moves on somebody's heart. Come on. Remember, he always uses things in this earth to bless us with, right? It doesn't just fall out of the sky. If you are believing God for money and, or whatever you may be believing God for, he's going to move on you, somebody to give you an opportunity to make that money. That's another thing. Most people don't want to work for it. They just want it to be given to them, all right? Come on, God will create an opportunity for you to earn it. He will create extra hours at your job. He will, maybe three hours a week of overtime is maybe that's just what you needed to get you that little bump. Or maybe, maybe you need to go cut a little grass on the side. I don't know what it could be, but you got to keep your expectors on looking for ways, right? Because he wants to bless you and he'll use people in this earth to bless you, but you got to be willing to work for it too. Amen. Out. I didn't get no much enthusiasm off of that one, but that's okay. We're just going to keep going. <laughs> but God knows somebody that can bl- wants to bless you. Yeah. But you got to understand, you got to connect with his systems. You got to have the heart, number one, for him and for the kingdom of God. And when you do and you're sowing seed into the kingdom of God, man, whoo, and his favor is operating in your life. Man, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna t- I can give you testimony and testimony of ways that God's favor has operated in our life in so many different ways. I'll give you one. Right? We got plenty of time. This is a series. But we had, when we had our business, and it was a very lucrative business at the time, and we had a lot of really, really good, good, great customers. And, and went to him one time, and this one guy we were serving, and went to him, and, 
And, and I was, you know, asking him, is there, you know, what can we do for you? How can we serve you better? And this, that, and other, and doing all that good stuff. You know, that Chick-fil-A stuff. See, we were doing that back in the 2000s before there. But anyhow, and so we were sitting there, and he said, well, tell me about your business, how things going. And this man was extremely wealthy, and he has a worldwide business. He was a, uh, he was a complimentary uh, financial advisor at that time for the governor of Alabama. Didn't get paid for it. He was just that brilliant with money. And, and, and so anyway, we were sharing well, what's going on, what we're doing, how things are going, blah, blah, blah. And he came right out, and, I, and he's like, well, do you need anything in your company? I said, yeah, these are, these are the things that we're, we're, we're book- well, I didn't say believe in God, but these are our goals for equipment, you know. And he said, okay. And he said, well, and we, we, he finished the conversation by, well, okay. And he re- went over to the drawer, and he got his checkbook out. And he's over here writing, and we're just talking, you know, drinking our coffee. And so he hands me a check for $25,000. He said, here, use that however you want. Use that however you want. Not for you. I want that to go into your business. Use that for however you want. God's favor. God's favor. We didn't ask for that. We didn't ask for that. We wouldn't come there with that purpose. God's favor. I'll tell you another one. We went, uh, I don't want to bore you with these things, but I want you to get the point. We've been declaring God's favor over our life for a long time. Went to pick up a customer, got a new job. We had just launched our business, and we were just getting into the commercial lawn industry side of it. You know, and Chad knows what that costs. It's expensive. And we did not have any bagging equipment. That's a bagger's bags of clippings. And any of you know that if you're going to uh, do this on a commercial basis, you have to have nice equipment. It's not something you go to Home Depot and buy. You've got to get really nice equipment. Well, anyway, I went to meet the guy, great guy. Beautiful home. He just spent about uh, about two little over two million dollars on a remodel. He spent a million dollars on the landscaping that he was asking us to come in and take care of. And so when I saw what he had spent in this in this uh, landscaping, I just immediately come out and I told him, I said, "Sir, I said we I just have to be honest. We we don't have the equipment to do what you want." He wanted it very specific. He wanted it cut a certain way, certain time. And he wanted it all bagged. I said, we just do not have the bagging equipment. I said, it's quite expensive. We haven't got there yet. And uh, he said, okay. I said, so I'm going to have to decline taking your account. And so I got in the truck and I left. And he lives on a country, his house is on the, on the golf course in the country club up on the lake. So I didn't even get to the gate. And he called me back. He said, come on back. So I drove on back. And I said, hey, I said, yeah. And I said, uh, he said, well, how much is that equipment? I told him about what it was at that time, you know, a bagging equipment. We had the mower. We didn't have the attachment. But at that time, a bagging system was about $2,500, something like that. He said, well, I want you to do my, I want you to handle my account. And I said, well, I can't. I don't have the equipment. And he gave me a signed check. He said, you go get the equipment. If, I, whatever, if, I, if you need something special. Now, he said, I want you to get the best equipment. And, I, and he said, I want you to get it, and I want you to service my account. And I said, all right. And I said, don't you want to know how much it's going to cost? And he said, uh, no. He said, I trust you. And I said, okay. I said, well, let me go get the, see the equipment's going to cost, blah, 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 this, that, and other. And he said, no, you go get the equipment. And you, you go get, the, and he said, and here's another thing. He said, I want you to put $500 on there for you and take your wife out to dinner. He didn't know me. Didn't know me God's favor. And I'm going to tell you what, that man came the best customer I mean, he literally his his uh, his billing account monthly was around twenty five hundred dollars a month for services rendered, right? And that was just one customer. I mean, it, it was God's favor, yeah. 
God's favor. And I'm not anything special. He doesn't have favorites. What's the difference? We were connected to his systems. We were connected to his heart and what he was, because he called us to do this business. We were operating by faith. We were taking those steps and we were sowing into the kingdom of God. His hand was on us. His favor was on us. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, it, it, it was unbelievable the ways that he showed himself good. You know, we sing about his goodness. We were seeing his goodness. Amen. You may not be seeing his goodness right now, but I'm telling you, if you'll connect and you'll start to declare his favor over your life, come on, glory to God, you'll begin to see it. Amen. God's favor can be as simple as somebody buying you a cup of coffee, buying you gas, buying you dinner. How many times we've been in places where people just pick up our tab and we don't know who they are? Okay. All right. You know, I do this all the time when I go to Chick-fil-A. You know, I'm very... The favor, because you know, their lines are extremely long. I start declaring God's favor way before I get there. I'm getting through this line. I'm going to get my orders going to be perfect. I'm going to have the right person. I'm going to, it's going to, I'm a child of God, blessed with God's favor. It's going to be a good opportunity. And I can't tell you how many times I get up to the window. Oh, that car up there paid for your, for your dinner, for your lunch or whatever, for your meal. Amen. God's favor. God's favor. All right. So I'm listen. You know, a lot of people, uh, are, they, they wonder, what does it look like? What does that mean? What does it mean when it's, it's, it's just God's hand on your life, right? It, I mean, it can go all the way down to somebody paying your mortgage. It can be all the way back to, 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 to let me tell you another one. I got a testimony from a guy that, that, that we used to go to church with, and he, he, was, he was just known for everywhere he went. I'm blessed and highly favored. Almost, almost annoying, you know, but I understood what he was doing. You know, that was okay, you know. I wasn't going to yell at him because he was blessed and highly favored. He made more money than me. But he, he, told, he, was, he was working in a company, a big, uh, it was Coca-Cola. And so he was a, a, a upper, upper management. And, uh, you know, he, had been decl- he'd want, he was wanting the next position, you know. And, and that position came available. And he told me, he said there was, there was 69 people that were eligible that applied. He said, my first thought was I'll never get it. He said, that rose up. He said, but I never let it come out of my mouth. He said, when it started rising up, he said, I took another drink of coffee and just drowned it right there. He said, I just put it, I didn't let it come out. My, you know, you don't want to let it come out. We're talking about confession now. You don't want to let it come out. And I began to declare the favor of God on my life and declare the, and all his goodness and who he was. And, you know, all of the, you need to be making some confessions for your life, right? And he said, I, he said I'm just calling you to let you know, not only did I get it, but they gave me an extra $12,000 a year because of the years I had been with the company. God's favor. God's favor. It, it can, it, there's so many ways you can see it. Because, see, when, you, when, you, when, when God's favor comes on your life, it, it, you know, God's favor is supernatural. That means it supersedes anything that is natural. It, it comes on the scene when you're declaring it by faith to operate in your life, and it breaks through the barrier that the enemy is trying to use to stop you from receiving. Because you know you got an enemy out there that's trying to, take, trying to steal from you. Not just trying to steal money. He's trying to steal your relationships. He's trying to, if you're married, he's trying to separate. He's always trying to divide you. He's trying to get these married couples, he's trying to get him interested in her, and he's trying to get her interested in him instead of being interested. He's trying to separate. He's trying to steal your health. Come on, that's another one a lot of people don't understand, that you know, healing is, is, is paid for by the blood that Jesus shed also, right? 
But sickness comes from the devil. He's trying to steal that health from you. He doesn't want you walking in, in, in healing, right? Amen. So listen, you need to be declaring that you want God's favor operating in your life because it's just anywhere you need preferential treatment. Amen. And it's available to every child of God. I don't care who you are. And let me just go ahead and set this really straight because some of us think we're all that, you know. And I used to be that way. I really was. I don't know why. I don't know why. I've met a beautiful woman that humbled me really quickly. <laughs> now, she didn't do that. She was more like that, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but listen, it, having God's favor operate in your life is not based on your background not based on how pretty you are, how handsome you are. It's not based on how much you know. It's not based on the good deeds that you've done, guys. And I want you to write this down. And you've heard this a thousand times, but this is another reason why it's significant. This is how you get God's favor to operate in your life. It is based on the Word of God and believing what it says about you. Wow. That was a big one, right? Like you haven't ever heard that one. But listen to me now. This is everything. you got to know what the Word of God says about you, who it says you are as a child of God, what it says belongs to you as a child. Because there's benefits to being a child of God, guys. Benefits. We're not limited by this world. This world is ruled by Satan, but he's not our... He's God of this world, but he's not our God, is he? No, he's not. No. God is working in this earth through us. Come on. He's working through us. And would you understand all of those things and you believe it by faith, glory to God, what it says about you, faith, 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 faith. You've got to believe. Why do we preach so much on faith? You've got to believe in his everything. If you don't believe the word, you, don't, you didn't really receive salvation. Right. You've got to believe it to receive it. It's the same thing with everything, every other principle that God has in there intended for us to leave by. Because I'm going to tell you something. When you believe and activate your faith for God's favor, it'll work for you. Now, how do you activate your faith? How do you activate your faith? With your mouth. Yeah. We'll talk about that some more in a minute. Huh? I'll give you an example here uh, how, how um, uh, God's favor worked for me. And, and this was when I was learning in the process. Because I was still new to church and new, I had got saved, like I said, when I was 25 and so this wasn't long after that. So I still had some things to learn. I was still a spiritual baby. And so I, I was worked a job. I had been there about 13 years. And I was, it was a good job. I mean, it was a very, very good salary. Um, and uh, I was a good worker. I was. I really was. And, and I'm not tooting my own horn at all. But I knew what I was doing. I knew how to treat the customers. I, I, I was just good at it. But we got a new boss that came in. And I'll never forget this guy. I didn't like him. I didn't like the way he looked. I didn't like his shoes. I, didn't, I just didn't like him. And he didn't like me either. And we didn't even say a word to each other. You know, it was just, it was just, it's just the devil. It's all it was. Flesh getting in there. But he didn't like me at all. And I, I got over mine really quick because I knew how to handle the flesh. I put it under, right? And I bring everything into subjection to my spirit man on the inside. And I start thinking and believing and speaking according to the word. So I handled my side of the deal. He did not. And he didn't like me. And how many of you know you don't like when people don't like you? Just shake your head. We love you, Pastor Allen. Yeah, right? But you don't. And so naturally speaking, I try to fix it. Right? I think everybody does. You try to fix it. You try to make it right. You know? 
let me do whatever. I just try to be friendly, try to buy them a cup of coffee, you know, when you want to spit in it. You know, I'm just kidding. You know? That's that flesh bubbling up. You got to keep it down, keep it down, right? right? But, you, <laughs> but you try to fix it. And this is what I did. I tried to fix it naturally. It goes back to what I was saying earlier about, well, you got to learn to bring God in on the equation, right? Well, I was learning. I was mature. I was still a spiritual baby. And so that, that didn't work. That didn't work. And I was driving to work one day, and I was like, gosh, because he was giving me the bad runs, and he was giving me the bad this, and late hours, and this, blah, 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 blah. And I was driving to work, just not in a good mood. And the Holy Spirit yanked my chain and said, have you declared the favor of God over your life lately? I mean, you know, we can get caught up in doing the things that God tells us to do in his word for our lives. And then we, we, but we, we get so caught up because things are going good in our life. We just kind of stop doing them. Well, I, I got to thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't. I haven't, de- I hadn't made my confession declaring God's favor in quite some time at this point. So right then on my way to work, I had about a 30 minute drive to work. Man, I was declaring some things. I was declaring who I am. I am righteous. I have been made righteous. God, your word says that you will bless the righteous with favor. I have your favor operating in my life. I'm confessing some things by faith. Because at the moment it wasn't operating, right? I was calling those things that be not as though they were. Go read Romans 4, 17. It's what God was doing when he was talking to Abraham, right? It's exactly what he was doing. It even goes on to the end of that verse and tells him what he was doing. But I'm, I'm declaring it. You know, I'm going to have the favor of God. And when I walked into the office into the dispatch office to get my orders for the day. I walked in and I was like, and I, and I usually walk in not feeling real good because I knew we were going to have a, it wasn't going to be pleasant. And he looked at me and he said, I want to talk with you. Took me back in his office. And we got to talk and he said, you know, I want to apologize to you. And I said, what for? And he said, I've treated you like blankety blank. I said, yeah, okay. He said, you know, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know you. Don't know where you came from. He said, I, I don't know. He said, all I can do is apologize. You don't even really know what caused me to do this, but I'm apologize. He said, I, you know, you're a good employee. You put out great numbers, probably the best one we have, blah, 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 blah. He went on. And I was like, you know, yeah, you're just trying to make me feel good, so I'll do a good job the rest of the day. No, but the point is, is he didn't know what was happening. But you see, I did. Yeah. Because I had done some things. I declared the favor of God was going to operate on my life before I got there. And glory to God, I did it by faith and I believed with what I was speaking. Glory, my confession was going to come true. It was going to come to pass. And it did. Amen. It did. I'm giving you all these illustrations so you can understand, guys, that when you declare this over your life, things will change. But what happened right there? What happened was, guys... My faith was originally in doing it in my own strength. And this is where everybody gets, they get mixed up, right? And I think it's because they can just, that's what they can see. People can see. I can do this. I can do this. But you see, faith sees the answer, not the situation, right? The situation says you're dead, but faith says you're healed. So I'm speaking. I'm confessing what I'm seeing, right? What I'm believing. And see, the, the, the minute that I began to apply my faith to God's strength, Come on, things changed. Things changed because I was believing not in my ability, but I was believing in God's ability to influence that boss. Come on. Guys, that's when God's favor fell on the scene. His supernatural favor, which is supernatural favor, which means it supersedes natural circumstances, right? Glory to God. Genesis 12, verse 2. I'm watching the clock, guys. 
It says, and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. This is another one. Ooh, glory. When we get done with this series, you're going to have a lot of verses you need to write down. He goes on and says, and make your name famous and distinguished and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. Guys, that clearly shows us that God wants to bless each and every one of us with supernatural favor. Blessed to be a blessing. Now, before I get, with the time I got left, I want to I I make sure that I cover a, a, a very important aspect of God's favor. Right? And we'll talk more as we go through this about how you increase his favor in your life. The, like I said, the benefits and all of that, guys. But I want you to understand not only that, because you got to get started. All right? Some of you aren't started yet. You hadn't got this thing cranked up yet. You're still pulling the pull cord. Right? You got to understand how do you get this thing started? How do you get the favor of God operating in your life? Right? Yeah. And of course, we know it's by faith, but it starts with your mouth. This is where your confession comes in, guys. Speaking. You activate your faith by opening your mouth. Mark 11.23 tells us that whoever says to the mountain, and it goes on to say that, but believes in his heart when he prays or she prays or they pray, whatever, shall have whatsoever they say. You can sit there all you want, hoping that mountain moves. The mountain's the problem. That references the problem. In context, that's what he's talking about. Well, you can sit there speaking. You, you can sit there praying, hoping, talking to brother so-and-so, talking to this one, talking to that one, just waiting, watching that mountain. Is that, is that problem starting to come in on you, getting closer and closer and closer? But until you speak, it's not moving. It is not moving, guys. It's not, you, and guys, you access God's favor by confessing it over your, that's why I was speaking it over my life daily. I do this multiple, I have confessions. I'm going to read one to you here in just a minute. And you, I, I encourage you, you can use this one. Now, my confession is a little bit more geared toward money because I'm business minded and, and I like money. Who doesn't like money? What's wrong with that? You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, you do it right and you treat it right and, and, and you're, you're doing things for the, to advance the kingdom of God and you're not doing anything wrong, then you should be blessed with money, right? We're no different than the people in the world except we have a greater God that wants to take care of us, right? But I want to show you something. Your conf- everybody understand your confession, what you're speaking over your life, Right? Stop speaking the negative things. Stop speaking the problem. You're not ignoring that they're there, right? But you, when you speak and you're confessing, you speak what you believe, and what you believe is what's coming to pass because we're called to live by faith, right? And you'll speak things, you'll bring things on in our life. Now, there's been, there was a big move years ago that was called the name it and claim it move. Some people know what I'm talking about over there. They, they took this out of context. They took this, they got out of line with that. Can you, can you claim things in your life? Yes, you can. You speak it and you believe it, you can. But they were taking it to extreme and they were, I'm calling that 10, you know, they'd pull up and say, well, you're driving a Mercedes. Well, I'm calling that Mercedes into my life, you know, out of context. No, that guy's standing there holding the key with the bill of time, with the title saying, you ain't getting my car, you know, that ain't going to happen, right? But yes, you, your confession is everything. You need to learn to speak words of favor over your life. Speak positively. Don't speak. Ne- and this is something that Michelle here keeps me in balance. She knows. She knew me from the beginning. When we first met, I, I can be negative. And I can, and you know, some of you that are business minded, 
you know, you can be really quick to see how things can fail because that's part of being business-minded. You've got to be able to see where it can fail so you don't do that, right? But you've got to be able to balance it because that's where I was. I would automatically go to the failing part, and she, 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 she keeps me in balance on all of that, right? But you've got to learn to speak, confess words of faith. Now, I'm going to show you something, Hebrews 4. And if you don't get anything but this out of today because we're going to continue to talk about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Verse 14, Hebrews 4, verse 14. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified. Right? And they were talking about our confession. Now, everybody there, here we go. Verse 14 is out of the Amplified. It said, Inasmuch then we as believers, come on, that's us, have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Now, when Jesus died and when he rose again, we know he went where? To the right hand of the Father. Now, we know Scripture tells us that he's doing what up there? Interceding on our behalf. So what does that mean? That means that when he's interceding, that when we pray, he goes to God with our requests. Right? Goes to God. So, and he goes on, he says, Let us hold fast our confession. Some translations say profession right there, but when you look in the, at, the, at the context of what that means, what he's saying is that's something that you hold it on to, guys. This needs to be the words that come out of your mouth because that's what you believe, right? It goes on and says, let us hold fast our confession of faith and cling tenaciously. That means you ain't letting go. You are not letting go to our absolute trust in him as a savior. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weakness and temptations, but one who has been tempted, knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every respect as we are, yet without committing a sin. Listen, that's, he, Jesus overcame it. He, he knows all the temptations. He handled all of that, but he never sinned, right? All right. And he goes on in verse 16, he says, Therefore, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence, without fear, so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace in help in time of need. An appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Guys, what the, you got to get this, guys. What's going on right there? Jesus is the high priest of our confession. He's, the high, he's interceding on our behalf. So I can just picture Jesus is what I like to do. I like to picture what's going on in this scene. I can just picture Jesus. That means he's taking what I confess. And he takes those words. And he goes down and he, and he bows down before the Father. And he's saying, Father, this is what Pastor Allen is saying. This is what he is saying. And he is saying it in faith. And what he is saying has got to be done. Right? And this is what Jesus is doing right here. Now, and when you confess things, it's not just when you pray. That's part of it too. But when you're speaking those things out of your mouth, guys, Jesus is going to the Father with them if they are words of faith. Now, if you're speaking words of faith, guys, that's where you're going to find deliverance. But let me tell you something. If you're speaking negativity or if you're speaking what you see, you're speaking the problem, you're speaking all of that, glory to God, that stops the hand of God from working. And see, verse 16 tells us to come boldly to the throne of grace. That's mercy. So that we may, I mean, that's, that's favor. So that we may obtain mercy. Grace is the favor. And the mercy is what we need to get the victory. 
Amen. So you go to God. When you go, when you confess, Jesus takes it to, to God, to the throne room of grace and throne room of favor, and we receive mercy for what we need in whatever situation that's going on, guys. You've got to be confessing it. You've got to be speaking it. Look what, look what I'm at Isaiah 55, 11. Some of you know this verse. But guys, you've got to be speaking it. You've got to open your mouth. The mountain's not moving if you don't open your mouth. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Classic, verse 11. Verse 11. Everybody okay? All right. It says, So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth, that shall not return to me void without producing any effect useless. But it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Guys, the words that come out of your mouth spoken in faith, they won't come back empty. They will come back full, accomplishing what you send them out to do. Guys, that's why it's so important. What are you speaking? And that you are speaking. And listen, if you're, if you're at work and you don't want to be speaking it out, everybody be looking at you, go in your cubicle, go in your bathroom, go to the parking lot, go somewhere and speak. Yeah. Speak to your mountain. Speak the words of, confess words of faith and call on the favor of God. That's the biggie, guys. You need to be declaring the favor of God over your life from the time you get up in the mornings. And I don't care how many times a day you have to do it, but until you get breakthrough, you need people to change their attitude towards you at work. You start declaring the favor of God. Stop trying to fix it on your own. Remind the devil who you are and speak these words of faith and God's favor will happen. Things will, man, I'm telling you, people will do things and they won't even know why they're doing it. Blessing you in ways that they, they won't know why. I was up. I can tell you so many stories, guys. So many stories. I'm watching the clock, guys. I want to read this confession. This is something that Pastor Michelle and I Got, I guess we got this, uh, well, I got this out of the church that I got saved in, Word of Life Christian Center, Pastor Scott Webb. He's got a great book back there called Faith, Catch It, talking about the spirit of faith. You should, should read that. Maybe at some point we'll have him down to, to do a Sunday morning or something. He's a very gifted, very blessed, uh, uh, anointed teacher of the Word. Definitely. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. And he wouldn't want any of that glory. He would quickly tell me to shut up and all the glory goes to God. But that's just a simple truth. But we got this. This is a confession from there. And you can use whatever, you can use this one if you want. I can give you a copy. It doesn't matter. But this one is really geared toward finances because I like finances. But uh, you need to be making some confessions over your life. And if you need to write them down, I write them down. But you need to be declaring them every day because you need God's favor operating in your life. You need his favor. And I want to read you this. And this is, it says, as I, this is one, we've used this, similar ones, we've changed it some, and this was the original. I found the original in my notes. Uh, it says, as I tithe and give offerings, and this is what I openly speak over my life every day. Did this for years. And this is why we walked in the blessings of God. And, and we've, we've, we've done some things. We've been all over this world, ministered, and, and just, got to see great things, moves of God, and it just all because it started right here because we didn't know much when I started declaring this. I started reading this. As I tithe and give offerings into the kingdom of God, I am believing God for, you need to be believing God, guys. I'm, I'm believing God for better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, 
estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, bills paid off, bills decreased, blessings and increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all my financial needs that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Woo, guys. I tried to cover everything. I think we did. But I'm going to tell you something. This changed my life. Now, you may be, you know, one of these that just believes that Christians should be just broke and they shouldn't walk in the blessings. And that's okay. If that's you... We just have to agree to disagree. We don't have to argue. It's not a doctrinal issue. This just affects your life here on the... And if I believe it and I want to walk in it, and you don't, then we're going we're gonna to see things a little differently here on the earth, right? But what I did right there, guys, is I did two things. Number one, I spoke words of faith. I called things that be not as though they were because all my bills aren't, in, aren't paid off yet. All my, you know, uh, uh, I don't have all my favorable settlements yet. I don't, all, you understand, I'm speaking words of faith. Just like God did. But I sent those words out. This is the other thing that I did. I sent those words out by faith. Not so that they would not come back empty. I sent them to accomplish something. Now all I got to do, guys, is sit back, turn my expectors on. That's why I always ask you, did you come expecting? Turn my expectors on and look for how it's going to happen. So you got to get those expectors on. Because blessings come in many ways. I told you, blessings may be coming with working a little harder, working a few overtime hours, maybe a little longer drive, or maybe this, maybe that. Blessings will come, but you gotta, you got to be looking for it, right? And then when, you, when the opportunity arrives, just like the testimony that I, I just read from the gentleman, that the, the job opportunity came up. Now, he didn't have to take that job. Well, you know, I just don't know if I want to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Now, but see, that opportunity arose because the favor of God was working in his life and he took it and man, he received the blessing out of it. Amen. But you got to be expecting it, expecting it. And then we just sit back and watch. And when the opportunities arise, seize the opportunities, investment ideas, investment opportunities. Oh, I mean, I can, I'm watching the clock. I got so many stories I want to tell you about how people have just been blessed with opportunity to just sow financially into certain investments. That's one of the biggest things is God will lead you to a way to sow into something that will, you, as you sow your money into God's kingdom, as he's leading you, guess what? You're planting a financial seed and you're going to reap a harvest. It's like Mindy was talking about. They kept sowing and they kept sowing and they, they were spending more than they, than, they, than they actually made. And they were like, I don't know how this is happening because you're sowing financial seed and you're getting a financial harvest. It comes. It's a spiritual principle. It's going to happen. That's how you were making it. Yeah. Amen. Let me tell you something. Just got to get your expectors wrong because God wants you blessed to be a blessing and he wants you to be blessed and highly favored, guys. And let me tell you something. If you don't expect it, then you don't believe it. And if you don't believe it, then it's not ever going to happen. It's just that simple. Amen. Everybody say, I'm blessed. And I'm highly favored. Guys, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. You're going to want to stick out around for this one. If you miss one or two, we're going to put them up. And I encourage you to go in back and listen to those. And I'm going to just, we're going to get into the benefits of God's favor operating in your life. And when, you, when we get through with these benefits, you're going to understand. You'll be, guys, you'll be declaring God's favor over your life 20 times a day. Amen. Glory to God. Let's